What's up, everybody? You're on Money Moves, and I'm Michael Munsterman. This episode's called The Mondays. Inside of the different businesses that I have that we run and, and different organizations, small groups of people, I try to encourage everyone to use Voxer. Voxer's this walkie-talkie app. It's V-O-X-E-R. And I love the app because you can, you can literally drop content into a group, a very specific group of people. It's all audio. You can listen to whatever their response is at one, two, three, or four X. And so just it's a great time hack because it lets you communicate with the people who are super important to you, but you don't have to listen to them at the slow pace of the normal back and forth conversation. And most everybody who excels inside of using Voxer, like they're crazy appreciative of their time. I know for me and my organization, I've got like for, we'll use the car dealership as an example. Inside of the car dealership, I don't like everybody to have to take the time to listen to the back and forth conversations. It's much more efficient if where they're standing, they can take their cell phone, drop a little message into the app. Everyone in the organization can listen to it and they can listen to it at faster than one X. This allows for you to go through a lot of information a lot quicker. It saves a tub of time and it's just super effective. So a while back, we got several young entrepreneurs. These are under 25 guys who want to hustle and grind and grow into the Voxer app. And we created this little Voxer group and we called it Jump Team. And the purpose of this was to give these guys the courage to jump. Some of them were entrepreneurs, some of them were entrepreneurs, some of them are employees. And, and one of those guys inside of that what is, his name, I guess, was in the app, now is not any longer because it's, it's over, it evolved out of that. But he is uh, my future son-in-law. He's engaged right now to my oldest daughter and his name's Dalton. At the time, Dalton was not engaged to her, but I'm pretty sure that he fell in love with me and that's why he's joining the family. But no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Really, uh, he's a great young man and I, it, it, I would have poured into him regardless of his relationship with my daughter, but at that time they were just dating. And one day Dalton got on and he said, look, I've got this question. Um, I know you guys are going to give me crap for asking the question, but I, I just really want to know, how do you get motivated heading into a Monday? So this is one of the easiest things in my mind ever. And I don't understand the stigma around the different days of the week. But normally for an entrepreneur, we take a bullet and we put it in the head of the 40-hour work week. If you don't kill the idea of a 40-hour work week, you will fail as an entrepreneur. Or, at very best, you'll forever be self-employed. And, and the reason is, is because there's no boundaries on your work week. Typically, an entrepreneur is doing something that they love and something that they care about and something that it behooves them to pour into. And so there's never this point where they look up in the morning like, oh, it's Monday. I got to go back to work. And if you do you're in the wrong business. Quit your job, change your, sell your company, close it. Anything would be better than being so miserable that on Monday morning, you hesitate to get out of bed. 
Monday morning is literally the springboard for the rest of your week. And this is what I said to him. Now, I'm going to try to not get too over the top passionate about this because it's super easy whenever I tell this analogy because I, I just, like it broods into me whenever somebody's like, man, how do you get over this? How do you, first of all, let me start by saying getting motivated. First of all, if that's something that you need, if you're like, man, I really need to be motivated. I need to be inspired. That's garbage. You just have to make a decision. And so for a lot of us, we've competed in some form or another in some athletic event at some point in time, or we've done something where there's a set of rules and there's a finish line and our objective is to win. Business, life, work, it doesn't matter what your situation is. It's the exact same thing. There is a goal, there's a finish line, and you're in the race, whether you like it or not. Now, inside of our world, money is a requirement. We have to be able to pay our bills. We have to be able to provide for our family. And so you have this great opportunity to get in the race and win. But literally, there are people who say, man, by Monday I get to work. I'm just like, oh, I'm dragging. It takes me a while to get motivated. And so literally, that's what he said to me. He's like, it takes a while to get motivated. I feel like it's 10 or 11 o'clock in the day before I really get rolling. Now, at the time of this, Dalton worked for another company. Today, Dalton runs one of our dealerships. And so there's a huge shift there. But the idea here is this, and I'm going to correct myself there. I just said one of our dealerships. We only have one dealership, but inside of this facility, we have two separate buildings. So Dalton handles that he is the sales manager for our, our dealership, and then service has its own manager. So that's, that's my reference there. But just total amnesty because I, I don't want anybody saying that I'm you know, flubbing. But when he was working there, he's like, man, when I get to work, I'm dragging. I love my job. I mean, I like what I do, but I just, it's like 11 o'clock and my mind's just blown. I'm like, look, dude, stop thinking about it as a job. Like, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't matter if you work for yourself, if you work for somebody else, like regardless of your positioning, Sunday's when you should plan for your Monday. Like, stop thinking about Monday as being the first day of your week. First of all, Sunday is the first day of your week. Sunday's when everything begins. You get to start Sunday with the very best of your world. You get, you get the day off. For most of us, we, you get to be off Monday. You get to spend time with family, go to church, do your thing. And then Sunday night, you get to plan your week. So in other words, you get to pull out the playbook and strategize how you're going to win the week. And you have this incredible advantage potential because most people drag into Monday. Very few, small percentage of people think Monday's a power day. See, whenever I get into Monday, I'm thinking, how do I get to Wednesday? Because typically by Wednesday, I've crushed my goals that I had set through Friday. And so my new objective is to get two weeks worth of stuff done by Friday. And I, and I rarely do it because I'm pretty aggressive in my objectives anyway, but normally by Wednesday, I've hit a big chunk of my goals, but you can't do that when you get to the race and you don't start until noon on Monday. Because there are going to be people like me who recognize that this is a game that we can cheat. And if you can cheat and still win and not be pointed out like, hey, you're a cheater, why would you not do that? So a week beginning in the life of Michael looks something like this. On Sunday night, I pull out a playbook. This playbook has the four or five areas of my life that I'm most concerned with. 
And sometimes I'll take one of those and I'll, and I'll think you're right on track and I'm behind in a couple of the others. So I'm not going to really do anything crazy other than the set maintenance items that I have in my world for you. So for example, I'm not trying to gain or lose a massive amount of weight in my world right now, but my maintenance on that is three to four days a week. I go to CrossFit. So that's kind of on a maintenance right now because I have some things that are brewing in other areas of my life that I need to work on. We're doing this thing with our church. That's a weekly commitment thing. And then we've got something else that's bi-weekly that we're doing. So like there's some involvement there that's inside of a bigger goal set that I had. And, and then inside of business, we have several new irons in the fire and some products that we're creating the book, which you see behind me here title savvy. This is actually, if you're watching on YouTube, this is the front cover of the book. I'm going to get in trouble because I just messed up our screen probably. But the like, I have all of these things happening. And in order for me to hit the targets that I have, I have certain objectives I have to reach every single week. And then on top of that, because I just neglect for punishment, I guess, I decided to do, um, we decided to finish out our basement. And you guys have heard me talk about that inside of Click, Click, Boom. If you haven't heard that, I've gotten great feedback on Click, Click, Boom. And it's something that you can relate to inside of trying to navigate the waters of, of general contractors and just building. But anyway, so, I'm, so on Sunday night, I sit down and I decide, what am I going to accomplish this week? So I've got my what. And the next thing that I, I, I sit inside of that conversation, I think, why do I want to accomplish this thing? And then finally, when will I have it done by? So what is it I want to do? Why is it important to the big picture? And typically that ties back to my goals, my written goals. It's tied to some sort of a quarterly result that then aligns with my three-year goal. If you've listened to very many of my, of my podcasts or if you've read any of the book or whatever, like I call this vision casting. Three years out from now, this is what my life's going to look like. I back into it and I'm sitting here on Sunday night with my playbook out and I'm thinking, okay, now how do I execute for this week? And because I have clear and concise goals, I recognize not only what I need to get done this week, but I look at what I need to do the following week. And the reason that I do that is because my intention is to get my first week done by Wednesday. And then I told Dalton, I want you to stop thinking about Monday like Monday. So that's what you can do. First of all. First, first hack, you can, this is steroids inside of the athletic event. In any other sport, if you do this thing that juices up your results, it's, it'll be made illegal. It's not fair to everybody else because not everybody else can do it. Whatever. Sunday night, you plan your week. Now the first day of your week's already over and it was the best day. So why not go into the second day with enthusiasm and vigor? Because this is what I explained to Dalton. Here's what, like, just imagine it. You're with your team. You're getting ready to do a, a five by five relay, right? Like you've got five men, you're going to do a relay. Like this is your ch opportunity to win. Um, you're watching everybody. Everybody's getting ready. Everybody's loosening up. You're sitting on the sidelines because you're just not feeling it yet. They're stretching, they're jumping, they're moving around. You see some guys, they're going up and they're getting in the blocks. They're starting to dig their, their cleats in and they're pressing their fingers into the, into, the, into the mat or into the, you know, whatever it is, that material on, on the track, into the track. And you can tell that they're just anticipating, they're excited about this race. And you kind of walk over and, and get into the same positioning. You do put your feet where they go and 
You take a big, deep breath because uh, you're still just not feeling it. The referee raises the gun. Everybody's knuckles go white. You know the movement, so your knuckles go white too. Everybody lifts up. They're getting in that ready position. On your mark, get set. The shot goes off and everybody sprints, except for you. The beginning of the race just happened, but you are still sitting in the starting blocks. You just made a decision that you might at some point decide to sprint around this track, but you're not really feeling it. It's Monday. It's the beginning of the race. And you have great big aspirations. Maybe you even sat and, and, and came up with some goals for yourself for that week, but you decide you could also be the very most talented athlete in the entire circuit. So finally, you decide, you know what? I'm going to win this race. And, and you get motivated and you lift up and you sprint out of the blocks and you take off and you run as hard as you can and you gain on people and you're feeling great and everything's awesome and you get to about Thursday and you realize there's absolutely no way I'm going to get everything done that I wanted to get done. And then you mentally destroy yourself in this race because you don't continue to sprint. In fact... You get complacent and you give yourself permission to let yourself out of your obligations. And, and what you do is you say, you know what? I got off to a late start early this week. Next week, I'm really going to crush it. And you fall back to a jog. You've still got a lap left. You've still got a, a quarter mile left. And you look ahead. And there are people who have already finished that race. And you see, this is the choice that you get to make. Except in this, it's even different because the, the society starts at seven, society starts at eight, society starts at nine. Like that's the average working period begin for most people. So why would you ever choose to show up to work at nine o'clock? Why would you choose to show up to work at eight o'clock? Why would that be the beginning of your day? Why would you give yourself permission to roll out of bed at 6.30 or 7 or 7.30 knowing that you're going to work here in just a little bit, not giving yourself time to make space, not giving yourself time to work out, not giving yourself time to communicate with the key people in your life that you want to show love and appreciation to. All of these things you could have banged out. You could have read or listened to an audiobook to get better, to better yourself in your craft. You could have checked emails. You could have checked text messages. You could have responded. You could have gotten a list of things done so that that way, whenever they say, hey, we're getting ready to run this relay you get to go down and before they even raise the gun and say ready set go you can drop into the blocks lift up and take off anytime you want and it's legal you don't have to be a slave to the rules of the race you get to win at all costs that means you get to get that shot of steroids on sunday night you get to sit down at the table and plan your week and plan the following week and then you get to get behind the blocks and you get to sprint and you get to start the race whenever you want. Why would you not be excited about getting out of bed and doing that? Well, Michael, I work for somebody else. You just don't get it. No, you don't get it. What happens when you show up to work Monday morning and you're the first person there and you're at your desk and you've made the calls and you've contacted the prospects and you've done the things that are necessary to win at the game before your manager even shows up? By noon, you've closed a sale or gotten a contract or set an appointment. By five, you've accomplished more in your first day than most people get done by Tuesday. You don't think management will recognize that? 
well, he did that for a week and nothing happened. He did that for a month, nothing happened. He did that for a quarter, nothing happened. He did that for a year, nothing happened. Yeah, but you've worked for the company for five years and you just started this shit. Expect it to take time. You get to decide whether you win the race and you also get to pick what it is you're racing for. Michael, I perform at a high peak performance inside of my workplace. There's absolutely nothing else that I could do to improve upon my positioning where I am currently today. Cool. Hey, I want you to look down. How's that gut looking? What could you do physically to make yourself a better specimen? What would happen to your world if you felt better physically about yourself? Maybe you're physically fit, and so check mark number two, Michael. Cool. Key relationships in your life, how are those doing? What could you do Monday morning before 8 o'clock to make the people in your world who matter the most to you know that they matter to you? What could you do to deliver some sort of a message to them to say, hey, before you were even out of bed this morning, I was thinking about how much I love, honor, cherish, and appreciate you. I'm going to give you a hint. Your cell phone will communicate with any single person you know, typically through multiple forms of of media. Like the people that I care about, I'm friends with on Facebook. They follow me. I follow them on Instagram. I have their email addresses. I have their cell phone numbers. They have no way, there is absolutely no way that you can give me an excuse that you didn't hear from me or weren't able to communicate with me. But you could do all of that before most people's days even begin. So that that way, when you do go to work and you crush work like you say you do, by the way, there's nobody who's saying that on the other side of this podcast because it's garbage if you say that. If you tell yourself, I'm doing everything I can, I'm at the best I can be inside of my business, then I would say to you, you've hit a ceiling and it's time for a change because you're settling for good and we hunt great. But you get to pick. Like, what? You get to pick what it is you're racing for. You get to pick when you start. There are essentially no rules other than you have to win, which means that all you have to do is sit down and decide, where do I want to, what do I want to win? Where do I want to be in three years? What do I want my life to look like? And back into that. So maybe what you should do instead of running the story in your mind, oh, man, it's, it's Monday. You should start to by first switching that up to it's freaking Monday. I am so jacked. Let's go. And so I gave Dalton a similar conversation like this. And I said, here's, here's what I want you to do. I want you to beat your boss to work. That should be your goal Monday morning. I'm going to beat my boss to work. And you should show up to work like there's nothing else out there. No, like don't stop at the water cooler. Don't talk with the other guys. You don't like bullshitting with your coworkers doesn't make you any more money. It doesn't make you a greater asset to the company. It doesn't help you expand your career. It doesn't raise the stock of you inside of business. So I want you to get straight to your desk. When you pick up the phone, I want you to start dialing for dollars. So Dalton at that time was, he was selling semis. So they would literally cold call, cold call, cold call, cold call, trying to get a hold of somebody who would be interested in buying used semis. And a great company, like that was just their method. And so these guys would have contests, who can, who can make the most calls? And I'm like, dude, you can, like who can make the most calls? Why would you not win that if you're the first person to work? Why would you not win that if that's all you did? Like this is like who, Grant Cardone says, who's got my money? So you get to think who's got my money and how can I find them quicker than somebody else? 
I would be on the phone. That's like, I would literally, you would not show up as my manager, as my boss, as my coworker without me already being on the phone, having made a dozen calls before you even thought about getting to work. Oh, and when you need to go get your coffee, I did that shit on the way. Oh, by the way, I also worked out already. So I'm on fire. My body's on fire. My mind's firing on all cylinders and it's Monday. It's freaking Monday. Or uh, I'm just not a morning person. But whatever your story, it's yours. And Dalton took my advice. And Dalton consistently won the contests. And I watched as he sold more and more trucks month after month after month. And that company, I'm sure at some point, would have recognized what they had in Dalton and would have poured into him and made him a manager and let him grow inside of that. But I stole him. Because I recognized that he got it. And so I, pull, I invited him over to my house. I pulled him aside and I said, hey, man, I really want you to come join my team. Here's what I've got. Here's where I think we can go. And with your work ethic and your drive, as long as you maintain that, sky's the limit. I will open it up and make it rain. And it doesn't hurt that you're going to marry my daughter someday. At least that's what you're telling me your intentions are. So all the more incentive for me to pour into him. But really, like, even if he wasn't, I, would have, I still would have done the exact same thing because I was so impressed with this guy. Just his big picture view and his ability to ask a question and not be a complete asshole. You know those guys, the ones that ask for advice and then never take it? Like, he took it and he applied it, and I watched as it resulted more results, more money, more trucks sold. And I just got excited. And I thought, this dude, I want him on my team. And that's what happens. Even as an employee, sometimes the way that you think growth and expansion will happen isn't the way that it'll actually come to fruition. But all of this gets to start with one conversation you run in your mind. What is the first day of your week? How do you feel about Mondays? Savvy. Mayweather, I never lose.